There be many confessed. Who are they? Goody Ballard is one, Isaiah Goodkind another, there be many. And Rebecca? Not Rebecca. She hath one foot in heaven now. And Giles? You have not heard of it? I hear nothing where I am kept. Giles is dead, John. When did he hang? He did not hang. Then how does he die? They press him. Press? Great stones they lay upon his chest until he plead aye or nay. He give them but two words. More weight, he says, and died. More weight? Aye, tis a fearsome man, Giles Corey. I've been thinking I would confess to them. What say you if I give them that? I cannot judge you, John. What would you have me do? What will you have me do? The crucible burns away all pretense. And people are revealed for who they are and their true selves. Within the play, there is a great amount of irony in regards to what people say and do. For example, there's Giles Corey, who remained mute when throughout the play, all he did was open his mouth and get his wife and himself into trouble. Or the fact that all the truly good Christians find themselves in jail, while everyone on the outside is watching a village collapse. Probably one of the greatest ironies in the play revolves around the relationship of John Proctor and Abigail Williams. Abigail set out from the very beginning to win John Proctor back and send Elizabeth to her grave. But in the end, it was her actions that led to John Proctor's death. So in the opening of Act 4, it is no surprise that Abigail Williams has fled and left Reverend Paris, Judge Danforth, and the others trying to hold the last little bit of these witch trials together. Excellency, there's something I've been meaning to tell you that... Mr. Paris, speak plainly. What troubles you? My niece has vanished. Vanished! I vanished. Why? How long is she gone? This be the third night. She told me she would be staying at Mercy Lewis's house. But the next day when she doesn't return, I go to Mr. Lewis to inquire. They're both gone? I have to go. Aye. Excellency, I think they'd be aboard a ship. Yeah. My daughter hears them talking of such things, and when I awoke that night, my... She have robbed you. My strong box had been broken into. 31 pounds is gone. I am penniless. Mr. Paris, you're a brainless man. As Act 4 opens, we witness the collapse and decay of the trials and the town of Salem itself. Jailers are drunk. Tichiba speaks of the devil as the pleasure man. There is rebellion, and cows are wandering the high roads. There is a fear in Salem, and that fear is prompting some to reconsider the trials. These men are condemned to hang. Which of these may be brought before God, as I will strive with him myself until dawn? There is not sufficient time until dawn. I shall do my utmost. Ah, Reverend Hale, please accept my congratulations. We are glad to see you return to your good work. Reverend Hale has returned to Salem to counsel good Christians to lie. He has broken with the courts and admits that all who are imprisoned are innocent. 
Excellency, if you postpone this a week and publish to the town you are striving for confession, it shows mercy on your part, not faltering. <sighs> Reverend Hale, have you preached in Andover yet this month? Thank God they have no need of me in Andover. <laughs> Mr. Hale, you baffle me. Why have you returned here? Why, it is simple. There is blood on my hands, as well as your own. Can you not see the blood? Elizabeth, now three months pregnant, is able to see her husband. Proctor looks to her to question what he should do. And for the second time, Elizabeth tells him he has to search his heart and find the strength to do the right thing. He could not do it earlier in the play, when he was facing Abigail in the affair. Now, he must choose to confess and damn his friends, or choose to stay silent and go to his death. All in the building, Proctor will confess! Will the confess. providence! I cannot judge you, John, I cannot. Then who will judge me? God in heaven, what is John Proctor? What is John Proctor? I am not your judge, I am only your wife. What would you say? Say it, what would you do? I cannot. I cannot. Be to God, praise be to God. Sir, you will be blessed in heaven for this. Mr. Cheever, are you ready? Aye, sir. Now, why must it be written? Why, for the good instruction of the village, of course. It will be posted to the church door. Now, Mr. Proctor, will you speak slowly and to the point for Mr. Cheever's sake? I ask of you now, did you ever see the devil? I did. And when he come to you, what were his demands? Come, did he bid you do his work upon the earth? He, he did. Please, come in, come in. Goody nurse. Uh, John, you are well then. Come, man, give us courage. Did he bid you do his services upon the earth? He did. Now, you can surely see it, goody nurse. There be no need to continue this conspiracy any longer. Will you confess with John Proctor? Oh, John, God sent his mercy onto you. I say to you, will you confess? Why, it is a lie. It is a lie. How well may I damn myself? I cannot. I cannot. Mr. Proctor, when the devil came to you in his company, were Goody Nurse there? No, sir. Were his sister Mary Eatsy there? She was not, sir. Did you see Martha Corey with the devil? No, sir. Did you see anyone with the devil? I did not. Mr. Proctor, you misunderstand me. I will not trade your life for a lie. Then it is proved. Why must I say it? What is the significance of a name? In the end, to John Proctor, it is everything. Knowing that Giles Corey and Rebecca Nurse were willing to sacrifice their lives for their families and their souls, it gives John the courage to follow his heart and be known as John Proctor, the man who stood by his friends and acted for the greater good. The documents. No! No, no, no! Man, Mr. Proctor, doing? I must have the documents! I have confessed! Proctor. It is enough! Damn the village! Damn this! I confess to God! 
Mr. Proctor, you have not yet confessed. I have confessed. Sir, it is not enough. It I'm is enough. I am no Sarah Good. I am no Tituba. I am John Proctor. Mr. Proctor, I do not accuse you of being someone you are not. I have three children. How may I teach them to walk like men in this world when I have sold my friends? You have not sold your friends. Beguile me not. Mr. Proctor, I must have good and legal proof that you have... You are the high court of this land. Your word is good enough. Say what you will, but my name cannot be tarnished. Mr. Proctor, it is the same, is it not, whether I reply no. you sign... No, it is not the same. What others say and what I sign is not the same. Do you mean to deny this confession when you are free? I, I mean to deny nothing. Then tell me, why will you not sign it? Because it is my name! Because I cannot have another in this life. Because I lie and I sign myself to lies. I have given you my soul, just please leave me my name! Mr. Proctor, is this document a lie? As I will not accept it if it is one. Marshal! Proctor! John, Proctor! Please. Man, you cannot! Please. I can. You will hang! I John, can! Please. And that is your responsibility that I can! John, you have made your magic now! For I see a shred of goodness in John Proctor! Let you fear nothing! Proctor. Another judgment waits us all! Hang them high above the town! John, Any who weep for please. these, weep for corruption! John. What are you doing? Goody Proctor, you must go to him! Goody Proctor, please! Proctor! Proctor! The Crucible reveals many things. History tells us, years after the witch trials, that the condemned were welcomed back to the church. Reverend Paris was voted out of office and never seen from again. And there were rumors that Abigail ended up a prostitute in Boston. The play also addresses themes such as sacrifice, love, and the abuse of power and authority. And similar to the Salem witch trials, the communist witch trials pitted friend against friend, neighbor against neighbor. And just like those who stood together against unchecked authority, these people wound up on the right side of history. I'm Professor M. I hope you enjoyed my exploration of Arthur Miller's The Crucible. I'll be back again soon with another episode looking at either music, culture, or literature, or whatever else I'm thinking about at the moment. <laughs>